0: the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you. A pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. I'm your host, Melinda Cates. And today's episode is going to be quite a different one. And sorry guys, but I nearly didn't do today's episode because I've had the flu all week. However, what it has prompted in my processing is for me to commit to doing something a little different. And what I've decided is that I'm going to start mixing up our journey and adventure that we've been on so far, with what I term emergent processing. Now, my knowing was screaming out to call it emergent processing, and I needed to stop and go, well, hold on, what does emergent actually really truly mean? I had my interpretation of it, which was something emerging and coming to the surface, which is what processing is about. But I wanted to make sure that I was actually on the right track. In looking at the dictionaries, and I'm sorry I don't remember the dictionary I did actually get this from, emergent means the process of becoming visible after being concealed or the act of becoming known or coming into view. So all of that made total sense to me with regards to processing. And how it made sense was that something that is emergent has no predetermined outcome. It's not planned. It's something that comes into view unexpectedly through a natural process of how things naturally unfold. So it surfaces as part of your journey. To give you an example is that I have been sick with the flu. I have been sitting, endeavouring to continue designing my training programs and doing the other various things I do. And yet, my head has become fuzzy. it can only focus for so long, and amongst the coughing fits and nearly throwing up as a result of coughing and a runny nose and being able to focus and concentrate for the length of time that is that I want to and is required just was not happening. In fact, I was having to take time to sleep during the day, even because of just feeling such crap. when I was processing, do I do this podcast? What's the next step for me to work with? Nothing was coming to me because as I was focusing and concentrating, I realized I was trying to force something that naturally wasn't happening. And yet part of me was going, I still want to do the podcast and I know I'm meant to do it. But what is it I'm meant to do? Which is when my knowing said, start doing regular emergent processing sessions. So what that means is that whatever has naturally been happening for me and my processing and what's been going on, whether it's that day of recording, whether it's the week beforehand, then I'm going to share that with you. So what has been happening for me this week has been all about the physical body and my health and being sick. Now being sick has not been a big part of my life which I appreciate and value and it was something I knew that was going to be how my life would unfold. I knew I would be reasonably healthy most of my life if not all of my life and when I say most of I certainly still have had issues that have arisen physically for a variety of reasons and significantly has often been emotional processing. Emergent processing happens when a series of a whole lot of individual processes which are operating on their own come together and start making connections and start surfacing. So it's the same as any processing you go through where something might be triggered and suddenly mental, emotional, energy, physical processing starts connecting based on that triggering and the thoughts, the feelings, etc. come to mind, because you're ready to focus on it and ready to deal with whatever it is. What has been interesting with having the flu this week is it's one of the first times that I've just got the flu. It hasn't come about because I've run myself down. It hasn't come about because um, I've been avoiding anything or I've been processing a whole lot of emotion and then What often happens is my body is the last bastion of processing that happens when I've worked through emotional and mental processing. My flu has come about because Alan and I were out digging soil and building a garden bed. It was really wet and muddy. There wasn't that much rain and we were wrapped up really warmly, but we must have got a chill. Alan's flu came on first and then mine came on after his We've never been sick at the same time together. So it's a lot of fun sitting on the couch coughing our head off at the same time. Trying to listen to a TV program is a little challenging. So as a result of having the flu and realizing that I was trying to force the next stage of the podcast, rather than going with what I generally just about do 80 to 90% of the time, and that is go with what is naturally happening, is it led me to this place. And led me to having podcasts that are emergent processing. With not being overly well, I've already had the gift of recognizing that I was going back into control. And going back into conditioned ways. And to let go and come back to what is natural to me. I also had the joy of having the flu with my partner for the first time. I also had the joy of being able to recognize that. It came about purely because we got a chill and it was as simple as that. What else is interesting is that the flu came on two days before I had my final, necessarily final, but my second COVID vaccination. Alan was tested to see if he had a temperature, because if he did have, they wouldn't have been able to necessarily give him a second one. He didn't, so he was able to receive it. Thank goodness the flu came on before the vaccination, because there's always the possibility that a person, and that could even be me, could make up a story around it, or possibly believe that the the flu was a side effect of the vaccination. I do not know whether the flu is a side effect of the vaccination or not, and I'm not a medical practitioner, so I'm not stating that what I'm stating is that our conditioning can result in us making up stories around things and making it something that it may be or it may not be. What this also gave me an opportunity to reflect on was the fact that I was trying to force myself to keep doing my training design, even when my body was screaming out that it was tired and my brain and my focus had gone. And that was because I had an expectation of myself that If Alan was getting up and going to work each day, then I can work each day. I know Alan would say to me, Minz, please just stop and look after you and do what's right by you. Because that's who he is. And if I say, and I did actually say to Alan, please don't go to work, take a day off. And he is very clear around what is right for him and not right for him. And it doesn't come from a place of stubbornness most of the time, but a place of clarity and knowing. So I was creating an expectation that actually comes from my past and my conditioning, rather than it being a reality. When I let that go, that's when I allowed myself to do some work, go and have a bit of a rest and a bit of a sleep, come back and do some more work. So to work with my body's natural processing and process. But what it also gave me an opportunity to do was to realize that, in reflecting on the times I've not been well in my life, that I've tended to look at them as separate individual instances. Because in my processing, I've tended to look at physical situations and impacts from the perspective of identifying examples of emotional processing, such as, when have I experienced over-responsibility? And what my head used to go to was the scenario of when I first went to hospital, one of the only three times in my life, was when I was four or five and my younger brother came with me as well because both of us had our adenoids and our tonsils taken out at the time. So in looking at that situation from the perspective of overresponsibility, I wasn't seeing it as a physical process And a health process that I was going through. That's what I've done in the last day. I start looking at the situations in my life that have been where I've been unwell. And where it's been a health process that's required some medical process or treatment. And it gives you a very different perspective. See, even looking at the situations in our lives, we can be conditioned to look at them in certain ways. And coming back to the example of going to hospital with my brother, conditioning impacts and emotional processes came out of it. And they are areas for learnings, for discovery, for healing and for unravelling. Now, having worked with most of these scenarios previously from the perspective of looking at them through the emotional processing eyes, what this flu has given me a chance to do is to look at it from a physical perspective and to see if there's any residue there that still needs working with or addressing. The scenario where I went to hospital with my brother. My brother was in a cot and I remember there being bunk beds, which is really interesting for a hospital. My brother threw all of his toys out of the cot and the nurse that was on duty essentially made me responsible for him and said that I have to make sure that he does not throw any of his toys out of his cot from then on in. Or otherwise, I essentially was the one that was in trouble. The pattern of being responsible for my brother's behaviours started at quite a young age. One thing that came to me that I had not recognised previously, even though I'd remembered this, but I'd not made the connections, so yet again, emergent processing it, the connections were made, and it came through today, so it became visible, was that I remember when they put the gas mask on me. I was really scared. I was scared that I was going to suffocate. I also felt abandoned because there was no one else around me that I knew, and I felt really vulnerable and alone. And it made sense why in the past, when something had been put over my mouth, specifically a mask, that it triggered those same feelings, but I've not made the connect to that particular situation before. And the reason I'm making the connect is because I'm viewing it from a different angle, from the physical processing angle. Thank goodness, whatever I've done to resolve that and to release that at a physical level has happened prior to COVID because I certainly have not experienced that with the mask wearing that has gone on in recent years. Then the next memory that came to my mind was when I was about seven or eight, I was struggling to breathe at night and my mum came and got me and put me in her bed and she sat up all night long with me, making sure that I was breathing and that I was staying alive. My dad went and slept in my bed for the night From that process, I got to see that I actually knew I could rely on my mother to always be there for me physically. She's a nurse as well, and so there was a double reason for being able to know she could be relied on. But what was interesting was I hadn't recognised that during that process, I came to believe that I couldn't rely on my dad physically. The next memory that came to mind was an experience I had around the same age, about seven or eight. Most weekends I used to go to the neighbours and go horse riding. This was a particular day when we were riding in their paddock as opposed to we would normally go on adventures in the neighbourhood. The horse I was on went under a huge tree. Initially my shoulder got scraped by a branch, And I turned to look at my shoulder. The horse walked under a huge branch which collected with my head and I got knocked off the horse and as I hit the ground a stick went into my thigh. It broke the skin and was protruding out of my thigh. I remember being winded and wanting to cry and you can imagine what it'd be like being winded and trying to cry at the same time. It was a bit of a mess. And the person I was crying out for was not my mum, was not my dad, it was my papa. Because in that moment, this was not just a physical process, this was an emotional process where I felt emotionally and physically vulnerable and I was hurt. I had not realised until today that the reason I wanted my papa was because I, I wanted to be with the one person that I felt physically safe with, emotionally safe with, that I was accepted by, who loved me unconditionally, and who I knew would nurture me, protect me, and would make it okay. And it was so beautiful to be able to actually acknowledge that and own that connection with my papa today. I knew my mum would be there for me physically but possibly not emotionally and my dad not even a consideration. However in this processing I was able to also reclaim a really beautiful aspect to my father who passed away in September last year and him and I had a pretty non-existent and yet volatile relationship when I say non-existent, non-existent since I was 18. Whenever I was at home from school because I was sick, my dad wasn't the type of person that would come and be nurturing and asking me how I'm feeling and spend time with me. And Not that I expected him to because I hadn't had that from him, so why would I expect something I'd never had? But what he did do was he showed his care in his way. He showed his care by giving me what he knew I really loved and that was special to me. He would always get me, every time I was ill, a ham sandwich and a lamington without fail because he knew those were nurturing to me and what I really enjoyed. And it was beautiful today to actually see my dad through those eyes and to be able to know that that was his way of caring for me. Then I went to the time that I had an operation in Adelaide. It was only meant to be about a half hour exploratory, which ended up being a three to four hour operation and a five day stay in hospital. So I was told, and I must say I did experience this as well, but I didn't realise the gravity of the operation, that what I went through was pretty traumatic and not normal. That aside, and amongst all the pain and the discomfort physically, I got to see that there was actually a gift in being in hospital for that period of time. I, for the first time that I could consciously remember, could let go all responsibility, except for getting up and going to the bathroom, which I even had help for that. I never had experienced consciously what it was like to be able to fully be looked after, fully be cared for and not to have to hold responsibility for other people, for a business, for making dinner, for cleaning the house, for just making day-to-day decisions. And I realized how often do we subconsciously push our bodies to a point where that happens for us? Why do we not just create spaces where we have no responsibility days? That doesn't mean we go and be irresponsible. It just means that we nurture and focus on ourselves still being responsible. Maybe it's a day where we're just given to. But if you're always doing what you know is right by you anyway, then Fulfilling your responsibilities doesn't feel like a responsibility. So I got to see that in being able to be in hospital for those five days, which I obviously unconsciously chose to do so and manifested that experience, that some of the responsibilities I've been carrying were responsibilities that weren't right for me or the right thing for me to do amazing yet again what you see and what you gain insight into as far as our conditioning goes, as far as our layer experience goes, that have such impacts on us. Then my last area was when I had a hysterectomy. The reason I had it was because I had fibroids and it was coming to a point where they kept reoccurring. In the process of having a hysterectomy, there was actually an incredible freedom that came from it. And the freedom was that finally a choice had been made around whether I would have children or not. I had still, I suppose, not battled, but swayed from I was going to have children to I wasn't going to have children to I wasn't, was going to have children. I always knew it would be my choice. And so having the hysterectomy was the final decision, or was finally I had made a decision. In fact, my body had made the decision for me. And if we take that we choose our bodies, I had chosen my body to produce the fibroids and for me then to have a hysterectomy. But one of the other beautiful gifts that I gained from the process of having had a hysterectomy was I couldn't do anything. In fact, I wasn't allowed to do anything because otherwise the impacts on me would have been significant. I had to fully surrender into my mum and Alan doing everything. And it gave me the beautiful gift of sitting through the guilt, the over-responsibility, and I must say I pushed through it pretty quickly, and growing my ability to receive, being given to, being looked after, being supported when you're physically not able to do it for yourself is a very natural process for us. And how insane is it that we fight it, that we need to be stubborn, that we need to be independent, that we're meant to be the givers. That's the unnatural process. So coming out of this flu has been some really awesome gifts. It's been really beautiful to be able to look at Experiences in my life from a very different perspective, and stopping and asking myself, What are the health issues or health experiences that I've had during my life where I've been sick and needed attention? And what was the processing from the physical side of things? And what were the conditioning impacts? What were the emotional impacts? What were the learnings? And what were the gifts in each of those experiences? And even though I've explored these particular scenarios and layers many times, I still got to see some different things today. Different things that are joyful, that are distinctions, that are uncovering. And that is what emergent processing is, where all the different processes in you are triggered and get connected at some point they come to the surface at the right time, in the right way, in a natural way, for you to see them for what they are. I encourage you for this week's episode, Yeah, I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm aware that there are people like my mum and like my friends Sarah and Catherine, who experience physical pain every single day. And the physical processes they go through are quite significant. That has not been my experience. So for those of you who do already look at your physical experiences from the physical perspective, then maybe you want to look at them from what's the gifts, what's the learnings that you can gain from what you experience as far as your physical pain and your physical health goes. For those of you that may have looked at your health situations and individual experiences, maybe do what I did and step back and look at it from a physical perspective and what were the learnings, what were the processes and what the insights for you to gain. And in doing so, you will be naturally working with, unraveling, with healing and uncovering. I'm starting to cough more now, so my body's telling me it's time to go. Have a beautiful week. Take care of yourself. May you stay healthy. May you be filled with energy. And may you stay safe.